When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Uh, one of the great players and may I say one of the great human beings uh, that we get the chance to speak to Simon Black 322 games three premierships a Brownlow a Norm Smith medal the three All-Australians Australian Footy Hall of Fame the list goes on and on Uh, what a week to get him on and what would have been the 20 year reunion uh, for the Lions 2001 premiership it started a dynasty that's only been seen another time since and that was when Hawthorne went three in a row but uh, that Brisbane Lions team they stopped the potential juggernaut in Essendon that day and it would have been interesting to see what they would have done to get together this year but unfortunately COVID means that they probably can't do a whole lot but to talk about that and a few other events that are happening at the moment it's very good to have the great Simon Black on hello my friend ah g'day Sammy nice to be with you mate so 20 year reunion what are you doing for it no, nothing. Um, <laughs> we, we'd actually planned to, tonight uh, in Melbourne, the Thursday night leading into the grand final, uh, to have a function which has sort of been planned for about six months. Um, and obviously, yeah, it's obviously not going ahead, Sammy. So um, we've got uh, we've got Jason Ackermanis' um, uh, golf weekend in Noosa uh, in October. So I'm not sure how many how many uh, of the boys will be able to get along for that. But uh, we already know the winner anyway, so I'm not sure we can turn, turn it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just make the rules up as you go along, is it, for Hackers Golf Weekend? <laughs> oh, I couldn't, 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 re, couldn't resist that one. But That's very no, we good. Have, we've got, we're having a hit up there in, uh, in October. But so, no, it's a, real, it's a real shame. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's 20 years uh, this year. So um, not to be, but uh, hopefully next year we can all get together. So next year you'll have to just go doubly big um, to, to make up for missing this year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, forget the Packers Golf Day and actually all get together and have a have a good catch up. But um, yeah, it's uh, no. Well, I guess we're fortunate to have a few a few good years there. So it'd be, it'd be nice to see the guys eventually. Uh, isn't it interesting, you Blackie? And we'll, we'll talk more about two thousand and one in just a moment. But it, it's it's sort of a bit um, eerie that you know in the twentieth anniversary of that premiership that led to two more after it that we've got a situation unfolding at Collingwood where um, Justin Lepich has joined uh, Craig McRae um, to, to run that football department now with, with, uh, with Fly there as the senior coach and, and Lepper as his um, head of strategy. And then today the announcement that uh, your skipper, Michael Voss, is going to be the head coach of, of Carlton where your great mate Luke Power is also there as a development coach. So that, that, uh, your old premiership teammates are taking over the coaching world. Yeah, it's been a been a big week for the old Lions guys, hasn't it? It's, uh, it's been great to see. Look, they, they, I mean, they're always such a obviously competitive bunch of guys on the field, and um, and a lot of the successful sides as we've known over the years have a lot of those sort of types have gone on to to be coaches, and that's just. But yeah, it's great to see. I'm really, really thrilled. Rossi's got an opportunity uh, again at Carlton. Obviously, today that appointment's uh, much deserved, and he's, he's done a. You know, he's done certainly. He's, obviously, we know it was a five year 
senior coach at the Brisbane, but uh, to go over to Port Adelaide and he's been there for an extensive period now and developed his skills, no doubt, and his, his management skills, his strategy skills, his, um, you know, obviously he's become a well, well-rounded coach, no doubt. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes. And, you know, there's obviously been a lot of talk around that, that Carlton list um, for some time and um, hopefully for for him and, and for Luke and, and Carlton as a footy club, they can be healthy and, and give themselves a good, a good shot at it from next year onwards. But, um, you know, for all Carlton fans, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled my old mate gets a, gets a chance and um, I think he'll be a, a fantastic senior coach and um, he'll, yeah, hopefully doing, doing really well. So, Blackie, by his own admission, when he took over um, at, at Brisbane, when he was just fresh out of playing and he was thinking that he was heading over to West Coast to be an assistant coach there and the Lions said, no, 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 we, we want you to be the head coach. For him, he said that was too soon. When you look back, what do you feel was the greatest challenge for him, um, especially given that you know he was coaching guys like you who he'd won premierships with and had just recently been playing out on the field with and now he's you know deciding each week whether you're going to get a game and how you were going to get a game. What do you think his greatest challenges were at that time? Uh, look, I mean, he, his first year we made the finals. We, we beat Carlton, and um, yep. And then we, we we obviously got first to the club, and we got we got four or five other sort of semi senior players to the club at that time as well. And we we what happens in that instance, as you know, is you you you, you lose young draft picks and you lose some young talent talent from your club to get um, some semi senior players from other clubs into your list into your group and. So we, we were, I guess, we were growing organically, and um, and and all of a sudden we had half a dozen or seven guys come in that that really probably just great guys, but just probably didn't elevate us um, ability-wise um, at that time, and and you lost some draft picks, as I said, and lost some talent, so it set us back, and and that was probably when I look back, that was probably the biggest factor that probably cost Vossi um, uh, at his time at, at the club, uh, in my opinion, but. Um, I'm not sure I've answered your question there, mate. But um, yeah, now look, he he he's got some wonderful attributes. His ability to unify the group and bring everyone together, I think, is a real strength of his. And um, and his you know, the strategy side of the game, he's he's certainly developed over time as well. And I think in, in the game has has become even more strategized in, in the time that he's been out of you know, that senior coaching role. Um, and he would have developed and learned so much. And as I said earlier, that just the people management side of things, you know, I think he would have learn a hell of a lot and he'll be better placed um, second time around. Because I would imagine that when you've been at the level that he has been at, and we've heard this before from from players, and I think it was probably a challenge for Nathan Buckley, um, maybe for James Hurd as well, but when you've been at the very top echelon and then you've got to go and try and uh, coach a, a, an overall team, I'd imagine when you look at people that don't do it the way you did it, it, it that would be a hard mental hurdle to have to navigate around and that probably takes some experience to define and refine the way that you manage players who have a different approach than what you did yes uh like in terms of um coaching players that you've played with you mean yeah players that you've played with but even when you're coaching players that you didn't but just you know you know that you know he's one of the greatest of all time and then, it, and he knows what worked for him. And seeing other guys not maybe doing it the same way, or, um, we've heard before that for for some coaches that takes a little while to to get your head around. Yeah, sorry, I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, I, I think I mean he was obviously such a great hard working player, and um, but you know he just I guess lost his whole mantras around just binding and, and like a brotherhood um, theme, and, and just wanted to, to to give the most you can for your for the mate next year, and. Um, 
you know, and, and that's around the unity of, of the playing group. That's a great strength of his. And I think, you know, I think there was periods, years when, when Vossi was coach of us at, at the Lions where we, you know, each group's got a certain capacity and capability. And, you know, for some groups, they might be finishing 10th because it's, you know, young or whatever it might be. And, mm. and uh, there was years, I think, that um, just because we were so tight as a playing group, um, we were young, but we almost filled our capacity, capability as a group on the back of just um, how close we were and buying into each other and young guys developing. But, yeah, as I said earlier, there's probably a couple of decisions that were made around the, around the time that probably sent us back as a footy, as a footy club. And um, But uh, all in all, mate, yeah, I'm just thrilled to see him get another opportunity and I think he'll do a really good job. What's the Michael Voss aura before we move on to 2001, mate? Uh, what Explain the aura. Well, he can be a pretty intimidating guy. Um, <laughs> I know that on the footy field. Just ask his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but he's just a passionate man. That's more than anything. He's passionate. I remember mm. uh, as a player, you'd, you'd always... He's got a great sense of humour about him, Bossy, and um, mm. you, you hear him around the, the, the Brisbane Lions, um, I guess, in a sanctum. It's like a, a rabbit warren downstairs in the, the bowels of the Gabba, and... Um, and you'd often hear him laughing, you know, in the hallways a lot, and he'd, he'd create a lot of the atmosphere and the spunk within the within the footy club as the captain. And um, but on the flip side, he's such a competitive guy, and um, and that's yeah, that's to sum him up. That's his passion, his competitiveness, and he played the game with such such conviction, and he dragged others along with him. And you know, I guess that's a lot of attributes that will you know, make him a really good coach as well. Mate, when I bring up the year two thousand and one. What uh, is the first thing that, that pops into your mind? Oh, exhilaration and, I guess, groundbreaking for our footy club, Sammy. Yeah, you know, we played get that great Essendon team and, um, you know, that I guess that game gets spoken about a lot when we managed to beat them in the home and away season and Lee come out with his, uh, if it bleeds, you can kill it line from Predator movie. And um, it was just, a you know, a, we had a, a probably a clunky couple of years um, or year before and the start of that, that year was... Um, we couldn't really get much going, but yeah, look, it was just a groundbreaking year as a footy club. We went on to win 16 games straight after that that game against Essendon, home and away game, and uh, and win our first flag. And it was a a mighty period for our footy for the Lions. So it was yeah, it was wonderful, mate. With that game, if you hadn't have won that home and away, do you think things might have been a bit different? Oh, who knows? I mean, it just gave us enormous confidence. Um, Essendon was such a powerhouse at that time, as as you know, and. Um, it just gave us that belief, and the, the game's so much about belief. Um, and in that, you know, in that era for us, you, you almost feel like you'd beaten sides before you ran out. You just had that inner belief, and I guess the good sides have that about them. And that was a real watershed moment for our club when we got over the line that night against them, and, and Lee, Lee drove that within us in that time as well. And um, it, yeah, it became a real powerful thing. You, you can sign them, and we've seen a lot of bands that we that burst onto the scene, and you go, "Oh, these guys are going to be; these guys are just going to have hit album after hit album, hit song after hit song." You can <laughs> sign that Essendon team to be a one-hit wonder, uh, and you guys went on to have the the more Beatles and Rolling Stones uh, like uh, career. Um, they were sort of how bizarre, and uh, you guys went on to have the illustrious. <laughs> and I mean, no disrespect, Essendon, because they were a fantastic team, but we all thought they were going to have a bit of a dynasty themselves. You guys put just halted that in its tracks and created one of your own. There was a bit of animosity in the build-up to, to that grand final, wasn't there? I mean, the talk was that you know Brad Scott's going to make James Hurd's life a living hell, and then um, th- they were pretty critical of you guys for your uh, for the intravenous program, and they wore those black bands on the forearms as a direct sort of dig at you. And there was a bit of spite in this, wasn't there? Yeah, there was, and Sheeds loved that that sort of that sort of aspect of the game, didn't he? And um, 
Yeah, there were, and, and, and that's what happens when you're, you're battling out for the for the ultimate prize. It becomes a real rivalry and um, and a bit of dislike if there's a couple of issues away from the field as well. So, um, you know, I remember some wonderful home and away games we played against Essendon at, at Etihad um, throughout that era. Um, you know, had a good rivalry with Collingwood, obviously, in that time as well. And um, but yeah, there was there was a bit of bit of spite leading to that grand final, and um, I've forgotten about the. Yeah, the black armband semi, yeah. Oh, hello. I've got you, have I got you bristling again? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the, uh, the old drip didn't last too long, did they? <laughs> no, no. Um, mate, half, so half time in this game, you're 14 points down, you've been 20 points down, but you're, you're able to get one late. What was, what was the discussion at, at half time for, for you guys? Yeah, Lynch, you kicked a really important goal just before half time, yep. and, and we, yep. we came into the into the rooms, and there was a real buoyancy and, and uh, life around the around the group. Um, we thought we'd just sort of got a bit of momentum going, and um, and, and that was the case. The, the third quarter, we came out and kicked six goals from memory and really burst the game open, and um, and that was the I guess the premiership quarter, as they say. So um, yeah, it was a just a wonderful. Yeah, you know, one of your greatest memories, um, for certainly for my career, where you could feel the, the momentum shift and drag it back in our favour, and um, and we're going to do it against the side that were probably the red hot favourites going into the game, and we're so dominant in that era to be able to yeah get over the line and win our first grand finals as a club and be a part of it was just a, a childhood dream. You guys um, in the midfield were able to get on top in the second half. I think you'd had a pretty quiet first half, but um, you really were able to find a fair bit of it in the second, and that went for all the midfielders. Do you remember, uh, Do you remember? was there a feeling and a time and a moment where you thought, uh-huh, yep. No, no, we, you, you talked about momentum before, but did, can you remember a time where you felt like we've got these guys? Well, probably wasn't until midway through the uh, – probably mid to late through the fourth quarter, really um, – I remember as Lee used to always say, there's more, as many minutes uh, left in the game as, you know, yes. there's four minutes left and kick four goals, that old, that old philosophy of Lee's. And, and that was, I mean, as players, you probably felt that a little bit as well. Um, so I think we won by 26 points in the end. But yeah, I think the last few minutes, um, I think Bossy kicked a really good goal and Lukey Power played really well and kicked three on the day. And I think he kicked one or two late. So yeah, it was it was really down the wire, um, albeit it was, you know, just over four goals in the end. So yeah, that, that pressure was... was you know, it was right there to the end, we felt, yeah. Um, and Sean Hart got the Norm Smith, and it seemed to be a really popular um, winner amongst you guys as, as a playing group. Oh, I know, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the most selfless uh, teammate I think we'd, we'd all, we'd all uh, have played with. I think if you ask that, if you surveyed the team of that time and you asked who your favourite teammate was, and I think Sean Hart would be... Um, right up there with uh, with just about everyone. He was just such a great human being and a great uh, caring teammate, and uh, just yeah, it was so so fitting that uh, that he won that the Norm Smith Medal, thoroughly deserved. And um, yeah, it was just uh, and he, he had his you know he had his battles in his early days with Robert Walls as a coach. He, he was in and, in and out of the side a little bit, and he had to really develop and build his career hardy. So to see him win that individual award was uh, was just wonderful. And, of course, uh, Blackie, there is a photo that adorns the halls of SEN here. 
and and it 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 um, it pays its respect um, and it um, <laughs> honours a wonderful moment, a wonderful moment after the game <laughs> where you were asked to do an interview with I think it might have been Channel Ten uh, with our esteemed leader Craig Hutchison um, uh, at the time, and you weren't one for for media back then. Can you just regale us as to uh, how you decided <laughs> to, to participate well, in that you. interview? I can tell you exactly what happened. He he was a young journalist working. I'm going to say it was seven, and uh, oh, yeah. and he, he obviously was trying to make his make his mark. And he said, Simon, can you can you pull this this crown lager um, stubby over my head <laughs> throughout this chat? And I'm like, that's a little bit different. All right. <laughs> so he, he asked me a question, and sure enough, I started pulling this thing over his head, and he, <laughs> and he was pretending he knew nothing about it, and <laughs> so. Yeah, it's the first and last time I've done that. <laughs> what? What was there any um, fallout from that? Was there? Did you get a please explain, or did you get in any trouble at all? No, no, no. It was all good. No, it was. It was, uh, it was all a good laugh. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. Hey, mate, uh, what about this game uh, on the weekend? So I know that for you, um, being one of the greatest midfielders we've seen, you'd look at these two midfielders and just rub your hands together and say, oh, this is what it's all about. They are both elite. Um, I'm thinking that's where you think the game will be won and lost. Uh, how do you think it'll unfold on Saturday? Yeah, it's a ripper, isn't it? It's, uh, these two groups are... Are special, um, and they always go such a long way. The contested ball battle and the clearance battle on, on, the, on the, in the big, the big dance. So, um, oh look, I mean, it's it's just so many intricacies, isn't it? You know, the D's are going to play two games in four weeks and all that sort of thing. But I guess the game day, um, I'm 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 on the doggies. Um, I'm, I'm actually thinking their spirit and their fight and the way they've developed uh, their game in the last few weeks has been um, been amazing. So. Um, look, I'm obviously on the fence here, Sammy, but for you, but love to see Melbourne win after 57 years as well. But um, something about the doggies and their spirit, I'm, um, I'm I'm leaning towards them. But you're right, this midfield battle is going to be amazing. Um, Wrapped to see Steph Martin come in last week and, and do really well, so he'll get an opportunity against uh, Maxi Gorm, which is going to be massive. So, um, but yeah, both midfields amazing, and uh, it's going to go a long way to the result of the game. Mate, um, before I let you go, your academy um, continues to receive rave reviews, the Simon Black Academy. When can people uh, start uh, applying to for the intake for next year, and uh, how do they find out about uh, what we're? How do they find out about uh, all that your uh, organisation's doing around the country? Oh, geez, no, thanks, Sammy. Yeah, look, we we uh, we're going to intake on the third of January next year, and then uh, February next year as well. It's uh, so we're an education program through Tyrone University and we, we run a football and athletic program around that with a whole bunch of um, personal development workshops. So, um, yeah, we, we, we kick off um, early next year and um, simonblack.com.au is the website. So, um, yeah, for anyone it's aimed at school leaver age bracket um, where they, they get to do a Bachelor of Business or a diploma level course and a uh, football and athletic program around it. So uh, we've got one there in, uh, in Albert Park then in Melbourne. And, mate, the fact that you guys have been able to keep going through COVID, I know you've been doing a lot of uh, online learning and, and, and your participants and your students have been doing a, uh, a, a fantastic job in, in being, and your, your teachers as well and your coaches to be able to implement still training programs, the education program as well. So um, congratulations to you and the team on how they've been able to get that done this year and uh, hopefully it opens up a bit more for you next year. 
Yeah, thanks, Matt. So, yeah, Michael Barlow and, and Brooke Lachlan from the Western Bulldogs is, uh, they've done a fantastic job with our students. And yeah, it's been a, been a challenge um, for everyone. And we are all thinking of new Victorians down there. It's, uh, it's obviously been another another challenging period. But um, yeah, fingers crossed you guys can get out of the current situation fairly quickly. But um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been hard to go out to you guys. And uh, yeah, hopefully it all resolves itself fairly quickly. Uh, it'd be wrong of me not to get a Norm Smith prediction too, given that you've got one of those at home amongst a, a ton of others. It makes me sick sometimes, really. But uh, you Norm Smith medalist, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to say the, the great Bond. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's an absolute beauty, isn't he? But uh, yeah, I'm going to say Lebon. Do you, uh, when you look at him, do you sort of think, oh, that's a little bit, a little bit like me, just being able to extract it when I need it, uh, and then hit targets at will? Is that how you view? Again, I love saying that to you because you're, <laughs> you're the most, you're the humblest bloke I know, and me just even saying <laughs> that I know will <laughs> peeve you off no end. <laughs> no, well, he's 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 faster, he's stronger, and he's. Uh... <laughs> so you got me covered, I think, mate. But no, look, he. Uh, no, I mean, how can you not uh, admire the way he goes about it? Um, what a what a leader he's become too, hasn't he? Um, in your sense, he, it wouldn't surprise me if he takes a big mark in his forward fifty late in the game to kick, go and kick a cr- critical game. He's got that that presence about him and his ability. Um, yeah, talk about what separates him from me is he can mark overhead, Sammy. <laughs> uh, you're you're um, very no, humble. One, one, you're very humble, mate. Hey, thanks so much. It's been great to go down memory lane. It was just um, fortuitous that we, we were always going to catch up for a chat today to talk about the 20-year reunion, but then the Vossi news broke, and I thought, well, who better um, than the man that do you played alongside? Who better than you playing alongside him for all those years and achieving all that you did together, mate? So thanks very much. Enjoy grand final day up in Brizzy, and uh, we'll chat to you soon. Yeah, great, great to catch up. Thanks, Sammy. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.